Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Eerie Elementary, the science fair is freaky. You want to come sit over here, Pay? Okay, chapter one, bad feeling. Sam Graves poured baking soda onto the volcano. Watch out, he said. Get back, Antonio cried. It's gonna blow, Lucy exclaimed. But there was no reason to watch or get out of back. Was, oh my gosh, there was no reason to watch out or get back. Sam's experiment had failed miserably. Nothing blew. The volcano just sat there. Sam and his best friends, Antonio and Lucy, were studying rocks at geology in Mrs. Grinker's third grade class. It was Monday morning and nothing was going right for Sam. He sighed. I stink at building volcanoes, baking soda volcanoes. Mr. Grinker flicked on the light switch on and off. Class, it's time to talk about the science, the science fair. She said after all of the students returned to their seats, each student who completes a project will earn a ribbon. The fair will be held next Friday evening. You have almost two weeks to prepare. The students chattered back and forth about what projects they might do. Ooh, I can't wait, Antonio said to his friends. I'm going to do a major, I'm going to do a project on snowflakes or frost. Winter is my favorite and I'm good at, I am good at science now. Do you know snowflakes actually look like that? If you look up close. Yep. That's cool. Lucy crossed her arms. You battle one mad scientist and all of a sudden you think you're a science expert? Orson Erie was the mad scientist who, who Sam, Antonio, and Lucy had battled. He was also the architect who designed Erie Elementary more than a hundred years ago. Orson Erie found a way to live forever. He became the school. Erie Elementary was a monster. Antonio turned to Sam. What project are you going to do? Just then, Sam reached into his backpack. He clutched the bright orange sash he wore on the hall monitor duty. At first, Sam had not wanted to be Erie Elementary's hall monitor, but it turned out that Sam's job was much more than walking the halls. At Erie Elementary, the hall monitor was different. That's because Erie Elementary was different. Orson Erie was the school, and the school was alive. It was a living, breathing thing that fed student on students of uh, Sam Graves, the hall monitor, was a protector of the students. Lucy and Antonio were assistant hall monitors. The f- three friends worked hard to keep everyone safe. Sam clutched his clutch. Sam clutched his hall monitor sash as he, because he had twisted it, tangled feeling in his stomach. Sam, Antonio said, "What's wrong?" asked Lucy. As hall monitor, Sam could sense things that the other students couldn't. He could feel when something was wrong, and right now, Sam had that feeling. Sam looked at his friends and whispered, any second something bad is going to happen. I just know it. Chapter 2. Chapter 2. Earthquake. Earthquake! Quiet, Mrs. Grinker barked. Students stopped talking. The books are in the school library. The, there are books in the school library to help you with your project. Please choose a project by this Friday. Lucy had shot up. Lucy's hand shot up. Yes, Lucy, Miss Grinker asked. I don't remember any science fairs before this. Why is this the first time we're doing a science fair? At Erie Elementary, Mrs. Grinker was surprised at her questions. The strange feeling in Sam's stomach grew stronger as his teacher began to speak. Well, um, Lucy, you see, last time 
rumble, rumble. The whole school began to shake as the floors trembled and the pipes clattered. Artwork on the classroom walls tumbled to the floor. Oh no, Sam thought it's Orson Erie has made him something he's done has made them mad. Earthquake! One of the students shouted, get under your desk. Another student shouted. Sam jumped to his feet as he watched Mrs. Grinker's face turn white with fear. He had to do something. Everyone, remain calm, Mrs. Grinker cried to the students as they huddled under their desk. It's earthquake. Do you think kids are going to be calm? Well, that means they're in California. Do you realize that? Because earthquakes are only on the coastline. Or I guess, I don't know if they have earthquakes, I mean, earthquakes in other states. I don't know. Sam knew that his... Like, maybe they have it up in, like, Washington and Oregon. I don't know. It might just Look be California. I know. <laughs> Sam knew that there, this was the work of Orson Erie. Sam, Sam would not hide. He didn't want Orson Erie to think he was frightened. Sam felt something tugging in his pants. He saw Lucy looking up from beneath her desk. Sam, what are you doing? Lucy tugged again. Sam finally got down, too. Antonio said, it's an, an earthquake. Can you believe it? Sam shook his head. No, it's Orson Erie. I know it. The earthquake stopped and suddenly, as suddenly as it had started, when the final bell rang, the school quickly emptied. Hall monitor duty was easy for Sam that day because not every because everyone was in a hurry to get home. Once the halls had cleared, Sam stepped into the cool November air. It felt really good to be outside. Sam spotted Mr. Nakobe near the supply shed. Mr. Nakobe was the old man who took care of Erie Elementary. It was Mr. Nakobe who chose Sam to be hall monitor. He had told Sam the awful truth about the school. It was a secret shared by only Mr. Nakobe, Sam, Antonio, and Lucy. Mrs. Grinker was talking to Mr. Nakobe. Her face was bright red. Lucy and Antonio met at the rear steps. Lucy, Antonio, Sam said, something's up. Follow me. The three friends raced across the playground and crept behind the shed. They could hear Mrs. Grinker and Mr. Nakobe's conversation. Miss Grinker and Nakobe said, It's been seven years since we had the science fair. If you recall, the last one was a disaster. You must cancel the fair. Cancel the fair, Mrs. Grinker exclaimed. Impossible. I've already sent invitations to all the parents. But you must remember, Mr. Nakobe warned, there was an earthquake just days before the science fair, too. I'm afraid this science fair must be the same kind of, must be in the same kind of tr- dangerous trouble. Today's earthquake was simply a coincidence after all. What else could it be, said Miss Grinker. She said as she it's turned and walked away. Earthquake. I know. Sam could not believe what he had just heard. He turned to his friends. I'm afraid this science fair is a bad idea, Sam said. He swallowed hard. Chapter 3. Snatched. The, the next morning, Sam, Antonio, and Lucy were at the school library. They had arrived extra early when no one else was around. The bookshelves loomed over their friends as they walked through the long stacks. Achoo! Lucy sneezed for the ninth time in the past three minutes. This must be the dustiest library in the world. She scrunched up her face to fight off another sneeze. Most of these books are older than Mr. Nakobe, Antonio joked. I'm not sure anything is older than Mr. Nakobe, Sam said. Sam was making a joke, but inside he felt nervous. The earthquake had been strange, and what Mr. Nakobe said was even stranger. There was an earthquake just before the last science fair, too. What did Mr. Nakobe mean when he said the last science fair had been a disaster? Had the school attacked the students? The friends found the science section. The, the friends found the science section. There were dozens and dozens of books. Sam reached up to take one, but there was a loud snap. Whoa, Antonio exclaimed. He had stepped right through an old, worn heating vent in the floor. Wait a minute. 
The vent cracked more as he pulled his foot free. There's something in here. Antonio went down to the floor to, for a closer look. He reached into the dark vent. Suddenly, Antonio's eyes burst wide open. It's got me, he shrieked. It's something's got my hand. Chapter 4 A strange discovery. Sam and Lucy watched in horror. Something inside the vent had a hold of Antonio. Sam was about to grab him when Antonio flashed a big grin. Just teasing, Antonio said, I got you guys good. Oh, that's rude. Why did he do that? Because honestly, I thought the school was eating his arm off. Lucy threw her hands up in the air. You scared us. There is something down here, though, Antonio said, and he felt around inside the vent. He pulled out a book. Weird, Sam said. Antonio got to his feet and held up the book. It was covered in layers of dust that was an inch thick. Why would anybody, why would this be in the vent? Sam and Lucy stepped closer. The book looked ancient. It looked a hundred years old, at least. Lucy's eyes scrunched up tight and achoo! Lucy sneezed again, blowing thick dust, layer of dust into the air. The friends could see the book cover now. Strange science experiments to dazzle and amaze. The book's pages seemed to crack as Antonio opened it. The smell of wet dog and damp basement spilled from the book. Suddenly, Sam had that feeling in his stomach again, the feeling that something bad was going to happen. Look, Lucy said, pointing. There was, hand, there was handwriting on the first page of the book. The writing was very old-fashioned and fancy. The friends leaned in closer and squinted, but before that they could make out the, out the strange writing, boom! The book leapt from their hand, Antonio's hands, and shot up into the air. The friends jumped back. The book just flapped open and closed. Dust showered them. The book bobbed twice in the air and then began zipping down the dark stacks. It's flying! Sam exclaimed. Orson Erie must be controlling it, said Sam, huddling close to Sam and Lucy. But books normally don't fly. Nothing in the school is normal, Lucy replied. In an instant, Sam knew that this book was important. For some reason, Orson Erie did not want them getting their hands on it. Guys, Sam shouted, don't let that book get away. Chapter 5. Chapter 5. Get that book! Sam and his friends chased after the flying book. Lights flickered in the library then they blinked on and off. The library was almost pitch black now. Computer monitors glowed dimly in the corner and they gave off a light. They gave off the only light in the room. The entire library had been had a spooky feel. It felt like something might jump out of the darkness. Sam, Antonio, and Lucy began to creep through the shadowy stacks. They were no longer they were no longer sure if they were chasing the book or if the book was chasing them. Sam crept around the corner and whoosh. The book zoomed towards them, and it opened and closed in the dark like a crow flapping its wings. Sam leapt, reaching for the book like he was trying to catch a line catch a line dive at a little league. But the book soared higher, and then zoomed left. Sam saw the library open library. Sam saw the open library door. It's headed for the door. Don't let it escape! He shouted. I'll handle it. Lucy said. Lucy spinned across the library, and she threw her body against the door, slamming it shut. An instant later, the book banged to the floor. It fluttered for a moment and then swooped left and disappeared into the darkness. Orson Erie must really not want us to read this book, Sam whispered. With the door shut, it's trapped in here, Antonio said. Right. Is there any other way for it to escape? asked Lucy. At once, they cried. 
the broken vent. Sam and his friends darted through the stacks and they leapt to the shelves. One slammed into Sam's stomach, knocking him to his side. Another clonked into Antonio's shoulder. Lucy ducked just before an encyclopedia hit her head. As Sam raced towards the vent, one book hung in the air and it was a massive dictionary. Sam tried to slide beneath it, but kapoof! The dictionary exploded. Scraps and strips of white paper filled the air like a winter blizzard. Sam couldn't see a thing, but he raced forward and he pushed through the paper-filled air. Sam kept his eyes shut. I don't want to get paper cut. I don't want to get paper cuts on my eyeballs, he thought. Sam even, even though Sam couldn't see, he, he sensed that he was close to the book. He was within reach. He dove with his arms out and he opened his hands and he felt something touch his palms. He shut his fingers tightly and fell to the floor. Oomph. Nice grab, Antonio said. Sam's eyes opened. He was clenching the book in his hands. Instantly, the lights flickered back on. With a loud bang, slam, and pow, all the books crashed to the floor. Everything was silent. Now, Sam said, let's have a look at this book. Chapter 6. The mystery of mystery yeah sam looked at the clock it was 805 they had 20 minutes before hall monitor yep hall monitor duty began do you think the book will fly again antonio asked nah sam said i think the chase drained the school's energy at least for now sam opened the book to the first page the friends leaned in closer to read a handwritten words inside i donate this book to the school i designed this was my favorite science book as a child it inspired me for many years maybe someday it will inspire other students of erie elementary signed orson erie sam's heart began to pound this book was given to the school by orson erie he said this book belonged to orson erie clang the friends jumped as a door as the, as the door banged open mr nicobe rushed in i heard noises he said mr nicobe sam exclaimed you have to see this sam pushed the ancient book across the table to mr nicobe he took a breath strange science experiments to dazzle and amaze he said reading the title out loud i haven't seen this book in years it used to belong to orson erie sam said mr nicobe sighed deeply i know a student used it to find a project for the last science fair seven years ago we heard the last fair was a disaster. What happened? asked Lucy. Was Erie Elementary trying to feed on the students? No, Mr. Nicobe said. That's what was so strange. The school just began destroying things. It was a miracle that no one was hurt. There was only one thing missing at the f- when the fair ended. What was it? Sam exclaimed. Mr. Nicobe handed the book to Sam in a very serious tone. He said, this book. Just like that, Mr. Nicobe turned away. He began cleaning up the scattered books. Sam ran his hand through his hair. He thought he thought and thought, but he couldn't make sense of Orson Erie's note. Okay, so we know Orson Erie donated this book, Sam said, but why doesn't he want us to have it? Why is it here if he doesn't want us to see it? And why does the weird earthquake why did the weird earthquake thing happen yesterday? Antonio added. Was the earthquake a warning from Orson? Lucy wondered. A warning that the science fair shouldn't happen? Maybe, Sam replied, but this doesn't feel like any other times we've battled Orson. This feels different. He looked down at the book. There must be something in here. Something Orson Erie doesn't want anyone to read, ever. We just need to find out what it is. Chapter 7. Chapter 7. Oh, Sam's big choice. 
Over the next few days, Sam and his friends read strange science experiments to dazzle and amaze from cover to cover. They searched every single inch of every page. They hunted for hidden messages or secret notes, but there was nothing. They saw nothing that would explain why Orson Erie would want this book all to himself. Coming, guys, Sam shouted. It was Friday morning, and Antonio and Lucy were outside of Sam's house. They were waiting for him so that they could all walk to school together. Happy Friday, buddy, Antonio said. Sam stopped in his tracks. Oh, no, I totally forgot it's Friday, Sam exclaimed. Today is the last day we have to tell Mrs. Grinker what we're doing for our projects. Lucy and Antonio looked at each other. Um, Lucy um um lucy said but the but the only science book we borrowed from the library is the strange science experiments to dazzle and amaze well we'll have to choose a project from that book antonio said i'm not sure that this is the best idea sam thought but it was the only choice sam knew that mrs grinker would ask for their choices as soon as class began he hung his head and trudged back inside moments later he returned with the book the friends took a seat at the front steps and antonio carefully turned the book's pages We'll do this one, Antonio said, pointing to the weather wonders, hot and cold. He turned the pages. Lucy's eyes lit up when she saw the project title, Making Invisible Ink with Lemon Juice. I'm doing that, Lucy said. Antonio groaned. Aw, man, invisible ink. That's awesome spy stuff, Lucy laughed. It's mine now. Well, well, Sam, Antonio said, what project are you going to pick? He passed the book to Sam. Sam didn't respond. He was focused on an ancient yellow pa- on the ancient yellow pages. I can't believe I'm reading the same book that Orson Erie read, Sam thought. My fingers are turning the same pages that Orson e- Orson's fingers turned over 100 years ago. Sam hated holding this book. It felt like Orson Erie was reading over his shoulder. This made Sam's skin crawl. A single experiment caught Sam's eye. It was circled with a pen and a circled and faded pen and there was a star next to it. This is the project I messed up in class last week, said Sam. Lucy pointed to the star. It looks like it was Orson's favorite. Sam wondered what had happened if he performed Orson's favorite project at Erie Elementary. It didn't sound like the note on the first page of the book had been written by a crazy mad scientist. Or maybe Orson Erie had always been evil. Maybe Orson Erie would be happy to see some of his favorite, someone using his favorite book. Sam clapped, clapped the book shut. I'll do it. I'll do the baking soda volcano. With that, Sam placed the book back inside his house. He wouldn't bring the book to Erie Elementary. He couldn't risk that book, that school, the school stealing the book back. Sam and his friends walked back to school, and Sam kept thinking about the experiment. He chose the baking soda volcano project because he wanted to prove to himself that he could do it, but he also chose it because he hoped that it would give him a chance to please Orson Erie and keep everyone safe. Chapter, the science fair yep, chap, the science fair, chapter 8. For a full week, the friends worked on their projects. Lucy would soon master in writing homework of the visible ink. Antonio knew everything there was to know about heat, frost, and snow, but Sam's project never worked. Every time Sam made a mistake, he wondered if maybe Orson Airy was causing him to fail. Soon it was Friday night, the evening of the school fair. The school gymnasium was packed. Tap, tap, tap. Mrs. Grinker stood at the stood at the front of the gym, tapping the microphone. 
Miss Grinker stood at the front of the gym, tapping the microphone as she called for attention and then thanked the parents, students, and teachers for coming. Welcome to the science fair, she said. I'll be walking around to judge the projects. While Mrs. Grinker spoke, the parents, teacher, and teachers walked to the maze of tables. Sam and his friends stood by their projects. Sam looked over Lucy and Antonio. Like Sam, they were nervously waiting for something to happen. Sam saw his mom walking towards walking towards him that made him feel just a bit better but then he saw what was in her hand it was the book strange science experiments to dazzle and amaze suddenly sam felt hot and lightheaded and he began to sweat sam i thought you might need this his mom said as she handed him the book sam took it with trembling hands um um sam said he couldn't find any words are you okay his mom asked sam nodded uh yeah mom i'm fine sam's mom smiled and rushed to his and rustled his hair that's some volcano she said as she turned to leave looks ready to blow sam tried to smile but his heart was pounding his mom had brought the book to the school that was the worst thing possible orson erie knew would know it was here he could sense it sam quickly jammed the book inside his backpack he zipped the bag shut but just as he did it began to shake oh no sam thought lucy what do we have here lucy what do we have here Mrs. Grinker asked as she stood over Lucy's project. Lucy looked up. Lucy dipped a Q-tip into a bowl of lemon juice, and she wrote on a piece of paper, just as it drew, and then the you juice. Put it over fire. Oh, as the juice okay. dried, the message became invisible. While Lucy was performing her science fair experiment, science fair experiment, Sam's backpack banged against the table. The 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 table like the book was trying to escape. Sam coughed to cover the sound. Now. Now watch, Lucy said to Mrs. Grinker. When I heat up the paper with a flashlight, you'll be able to read what I wrote. See? Mrs. Grinker chuckled. You earn a ribbon, she said. The zipper on Sam's backpack began to move on its own. To Sam, the sound of the zipper was as loud as crackling thunder. Antonio, Mrs. Grinker said, you may begin your project. Antonio started talking, but Sam could hardly pay attention. Lucy, Sam whispered. He grabbed the backpack and unzipped it. Where are you going? Away from here, Sam exclaimed. My mother brought the book and I shoved it into my backpack, but the book is coming to life. Orson must be calling it. We have to get that book out of here, Lucy exclaimed. But before Sam could respond, he saw Mr. Grinker standing in front of him, staring at him. Going somewhere, Mr. Graves, she asked. Sam stuttered. Um, uh, I was just, just about to present your project, I hope. Why does she not like him? She's always picking on him. It's your turn. Sam gulped, set the backpack down on the floor, and began his experiment. Chapter 9. Sam's experiment. Sam began to perform his project. The first step was pouring dish soap into the volcano. Sam reached for the dish soap bottle, but somehow the top popped off and the soap burst out. Mrs. Grinker frowned. Zip! Sam looked down at his backpack. It was opening again. Oh no, Sam realized. Orson Erie is messing up my project to distract me. That way he can take back the book without me being able to stop him. Sam stomped on his backpack. His sneaker pressed the zipper against the floor. Antonio rushed to wipe the dish soap off. There you go, buddy, he said. Sam smiled weakly and again reached for the soap. It nearly erupted the second time. But Sam quickly placed his hand over the top of the bottle. He poured some soap into the volcano. Phew. The next was the baking soda and the orange food coloring. As Sam reached for the baking soda, it toppled over on its own. Sam hadn't even touched it. This time, Lucy stepped over to help clean up the mess. Lucy, Mrs. Grinker said, please let Sam finish his project himself. 
Lucy slunk back on her table. Sam pressed his foot harder against the zipper. It continued to try to warn, to try to warn, warm away on its own beneath his sneaker. He could feel Mrs. Grinker watching him. He poured the baking soda and some food coloring into the top of the volcano. Now, Sam announced, in one moment it will pour vinegar. The last ingredient will cause the volcano to erupt. I've never heard of anybody doing this with soap, have you? Hmm? You're not even listening. Have you ever heard of anybody doing the volcano project with soap? Yeah. Soap? Hmm. Now, Sam announced, in one moment, I will pour vinegar over the last ingredient and will cause the volcano to erupt. As Sam chose the words, he felt the zippers. Really great. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to work really good. Yeah. Like, like that. Yep. He felt the zipper squirm from underneath, from beneath his foot. His eyes shot to the floor. The backpack was open and it was empty. Ah. Chapter 10. Uh-oh. Chapter 10. Uh-oh. Antonio spotted Orson Erie's mysterious book sliding across the floor. His eyes grew wide and the book was closest to Lucy. She dove behind Sam's science fair table. She tried to watch as Lucy grabbed hold of the book, but Mrs. Grinker was telling him to hurry up and complete his project. The book tried to wrestle from Lucy's, free from Lucy's hands, but Lucy fought back. She squeezed that book and was able to stuff it inside Sam's backpack. She zipped the backpack. She zipped the backpack and shut it jammed beneath Sam's foot. She popped up from behind the table. Mrs. Grinker glared at her. Sorry, said Lucy. I thought I saw um a penny on the floor. Mrs. Grinker turned her back as he as Sam as he slowly poured the vinegar on top of the volcano. Now the volcano will erupt, said Sam. I mean, it should erupt. Sam held its breath. After a moment, the soap, baking soda, and vinegar mixture came rushing down the side. Mrs. Grinker smiled. Well, that isn't the smoothest experiment I've seen tonight, but it was successful. Nice job, Sam. You earn a ribbon. For a brief moment, Sam felt proud. He had done it. His experiment had worked. But then he had a sinking feeling that that something bad was going to happen again. An instant later, Sam stumbled as he felt the backpack slip from beneath his foot was escaping. All of a sudden, it was chaos at the fair. The science projects began reacting strangely. Eggs cracked, soda bottles burst, and smoke filled the air. Parents gasped. Teachers cried out. Students ran for cover. Oh no, not again, Mrs. Grinker shrieked. Crack, splat, kaboom. Mrs. Grinker hurried to the exit, pulling the students with her as she ran. Mr. Nicobe quickly led everyone outside. Kaboom! The project exploded behind Sam. Watch out, said Lucy. She grabbed Sam and Antonio and yanked them close <clears throat> towards the door. Let's get out of here, yelled Antonio. Sam slid to the top of the slippery floor. Not without the book, he said. Orson is doing all of this to get the book back. It must be important. I put the book... I put the book in your backpack, said Lucy, which was under my foot a minute ago, said Sam. Antonio looked out looked out at the chaos. But where is it now, he cried. Chapter 11. The science fair disaster. Water poured down the, like hurricanes. Smoke from the students' battery project had caused the sprinkler system to turn on. Sam and his friends stared at the huge room. It was a madness. The lights flickered and the walls moaned. The floor rumbled and the bleachers howled. A chill howled. A chill round down Sam's spine. We have to find my backpack, Sam said. The book is in there. He rushed over to the project. The volcano was flipped onto its side. He peeked over. Sam smiled as he saw his backpack behind the table. But it was unzipped again. No! 
he cried, grabbing his backpack. The book was gone. Find that book, Sam yelled. The friends searched the room. Their eyes looked over everywhere, but it was hard to see. The smoke filled the air. Water dripped from the sprinklers. Experiments bumbled, bubbled over. There was, there were big popping sounds and small snapping explosions. There, Lucy said, finally exclaimed. Pointing, they saw it, and then they all gasped. The book was sliding across the gem floor towards the center of the room. It was being moved by the power of Erie Elementary. Chapter 12. Volcano. Sam charged towards the book. Come on, guys. As they ran, the ground began trim to tremble and shake. Another earthquake, Antonio shrank. The large wooden floorboards began to shift. The floor started to split apart again. The pipes and wires burst from below. This is no earthquake, Sam shouted. It's a volcano. A giant volcano was rising up from the gymnastic floor, and it was a volcano built of floorboards and metal pipes and old brick. A blast of heat sent Sam and his friends stumbling back. There's a volcano, Antonio said eyes wide a real volcano inside the gym sam kept his eyes on the book it was near the mouth of the volcano the crater as the volcano continued to grow taller the book was raised higher into the air every second it moved further from sam's grasp soon the volcano was completely formed and the book rested on the edge of the crater a sudden tremendous burp echoed through the throughout the gym lava began splashing and spitting from the mouth of the volcano sam's heart started to pound the lava was made from the materials in his science experiment dish soap baking soda food coloring and vinegar but it was boiling and red hot cracks formed at sam's feet and lucy antonio began to back jumped back as the lava began to bumble bubble up from the floor we need to climb the volcano we need to reach that book sam said how do we fight a volcano lucy cried sam's eyes darted across the gym that is a question hanging near each door was a fire extinguisher three in total Grab those, Sam yelled to his friends. Moments later, they had each lifted a heavy fire extinguisher onto their backpacks. Then, using all of their might, they slipped the backpacks over their shoulders. They grabbed the nozzle and they held them ready to fire. Lucy squeezed the spray nozzle to test it. A stream of white foam burst out. That stuff looks like marshmallow fluff, Antonio said. Sam spotted the hall monitor sash. It had fallen from his backpack during the chaos. He plucked it from the ground and slung it over his shoulder. Lava was rushing from the floor. Soon it would overtake them. He looked at his two friends. Fire! Chapter 13. What does it say? Firefighters. Firefighters. Sam, Lucy, and Antonio shot their fire extinguishers to the floor as lava bubbled up at their feet. Hot lava, lava hissed is and cooled as they blasted it. The marshmallow fluff stuff is working, Lucy exclaimed. You guys take care of the lava. I'm coming. Uh, lava coming from these cracks, Sam said. I'm going to go get the book. Sam charged up the side of the volcano before his friends could stop him, but it soon became a struggle to climb. Lava bubbled from the volcano's crater. The floorboards that formed on the volcano were melting. Sam's heart pounded, and it felt like his shoes were melting. One floorboard disappeared at his feet, and he leapt to the next. He had to jump from floorboard to floorboard before they turned. The same thing was happening down below. Antonio and Lucy jumped from one floorboard to another. It's like we're playing the floor's lava game, Antonio said. But this is no game, Lucy barked. Watch out behind you. Oh, yeah, Antonio said. He spun around and then sprayed oozing lava at his feet. Sam eyed the book. It was perched on the crater. As lava spit out, the volcano shook. The book wobbled. 
It was about to fall in. If Sam didn't hurry, the book would be lost forever, and Orson Erie would be about to swallow it, was about to swallow it up. Sam gripped a piece of warm metal pipe and pulled himself up. The volcano was at least 30 feet high. Sam panted as he reached the peak. The volcano heaved and shook. The book rocked back and forth at the lip of the crater, and then it stumbled over the side into the volcano. No, Sam shouted. He lunged forward and jammed his hand into the mouth of the volcano, and he snatched it at the last moment. The book was hot as fire, but he held it in his hand. He yanked it back out of the crater as he stumbled back. Roar! The volcano began to shake. Sam peered into the hot mouth of the volcano, lava bubbling and splashing and rising. This giant volcano, the volcano that is Orson Erie, is furious. It lost the book again, and it won't stop until it gets it back, Sam thought. Lucy exclaimed, Sam, that volcano is going to blow. Chapter 14. What does this one say, Pei? The face of Orson Erie. Flaming hot lava bubbled and splashed on the top of the volcano. Sam shouted down to his friends, Guys, I need backup! Lucy and Antonio began scrambling up the volcano. Suddenly, it erupted. Uh, lava streamed down the side. Follow Sam's path, Lucy shouted as she darted past the sizzling pipe. I'm trying, Antonio said as he jumped the stream of lava. They jumped from one safe spot to the next until they were at the top. They were able to steady themselves. Everyone Fire at the volcano, Sam shouted together. They, together, the three friends, aimed the fire extinguisher nozzles and sprayed. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. The lava became covered in white foam. Steam poured off of the lava. The volcano shook. The lights flashed on and off. It felt like the entire gym was about to crumble around them. Finally, the volcano shifted and rocked and was beginning to sink into the ground. It's working, Lucy said. We're like real firefighters. Or volcano fighters, said Antonio, smiling. Right, Sam? But Sam didn't hear his friend. He was too busy staring at the bubbling lava. Sam saw something. A face. The face of Orson And it was staring right back at Sam. The face seemed to be telling Sam that someday he would fail. It would. It was telling Sam that he could not protect the school forever. Even though the room was hot, Sam felt a chill rush through his body. What is it, Sam? Lucy asked. Sam stared back at the red-hot face. Aim at the center of the lava. Now, he ordered. At once, the three friends blasted the spot where Sam, Sam had, for a brief moment, seen the face of Orson Erie. The volcano swayed from side to side. The floorboards the floorboards and pipes sunk into the floor. Just as the fire extinguishers were nearly empty, the volcano was gone. The floorboards settled into place. The gym returned to normal. Sam and Lucy and Ot- Antonio were back on solid ground. Smoke hung in the air. Antonio wiped the sweat from his brow. But then, slam! Chapter 15. Pepe. Chapter 15. The doors flew open. Parents, teachers, and students rushed into the gymnasium. They all looked terrified. The gym was a complete disaster. Broken science projects covered the floor. White foam dripped from everywhere. Sam, his mom, cried out. Lucy, her parents yelled. Antonio, her father shouted. The three friends were standing in the middle of the gym. Their parents were relaxed when they saw that they were safe. Sam's mom spotted the fire extinguishers. Did you put out a fire, she explains, exclaimed. Sam shrugged, sort of. It was just like a small one, Lucy added, trying to keep their secret safe, but super tiny. Barely anything, Antonio said with a smile. 
Mrs. Grinker ran her fingers through her thin gray hair, and she murmured, muttered, We are never having another science fair. The parents and all the teachers agreed that the science fair had been awful, but the students thought it was pretty fantastic. Sam, Lucy, and Antonia walked towards the school parking lot. As they stepped off of the school grounds, Sam pulled out Orson Erie's book from his backpack. Whoa, he said, it's still hot. All of a sudden, Lucy's eyes lit up like a light bulb had gone off in her head. Let me see that, she cried. She yanked the book from Sam's hand and flipped it open. I know. Look, guys, she exclaimed. There's writing on these pages. Huh? Sam asked. What do you mean? Yeah, we already looked at it and didn't find anything. You know, you know that, Antonio added. My invisible ink project, Lucy said. I found out that. I found that project in this book. And look, Orson wrote notes in here with invisible ink. Sam and Antonio both leaned in together to take a closer look. Lucy said, the heat from the lava made the invisible writing readable. Like how it worked with my project. Yep. She flipped through the pages of the books. There was writing all over them. Hundreds and hundreds of words. And it was all in Orson's eerie, Orson Erie's fancy old-fashioned handwriting. That's why Orson was trying so hard to get the book back, Antonio said. It contains his secrets. It will take us forever to get through all of these notes, said Lucy, and it looks like Orson may have written some of these notes in code. Sam was silent. He knew that this book was important. He knew that it could be the secret to understanding how Orson Erie became the mad scientist. It could be the key to everything. Sam finally spoke up. Maybe, just maybe, this book will show us how to stop Erie Elementary once and for all. What if your science fair was that crazy? <laughs> I I think it would be like everybody be like, man, this mess is too much to clean up, huh? All right, kiddo, you ready to go to school? No. Mm. Well, time to go, anyways. <laughs>